0: Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. And today, we are honored to have with us Gus Burney, who is one of the stars of the new hit show on Stars called Shining Veil. Gus, thank you so much for being here with us. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me.
0: This is exciting. I love the show. Now, for people who have not watched uh, Shining Veil, like I said, it is available on Stars. New episodes drop every Sunday. This past Sunday, episode six dropped. Yes. And before we get started, Gus, how many uh, total episodes are in the first season?
1: There's eight, so there's two more, which is crazy. It feels like it's gone very fast.
0: But... It has, it has, and it is a thirty-minute show, which I really like because it is on a on a on a digital streaming network slash cable network, so there's no commercials. So as opposed to regular traditional shows that are on TV that are an hour where you only get 42 minutes worth of content, I like the 30-minute format. It works for this show. So I just want to lay that out. And guys, you're going to want to watch this show. It's a horror comedy. And when we go to the comedy part, I would say it's situational comedy. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's weird. It is funny, but I actually feel like there's a lot of moments that have a lot of heart and depth and like darkness behind it.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. Now you play uh, Gaynor, the oldest child of the Phelps family. What were your first impressions when you were told or you read what the family dynamics were like in the Phelps family?
1: I mean, definitely opposite of what i've grown up to know. <laughs> um my family were all very close and loving. There's like no cursing in our house. We're very PG. So when i was reading the scripts, i was like, "Oh my god, this is totally different than than my upbringing and i think that's kind of what appealed me to it. You know, i i think Gainer is so awesome and just like somebody that can can stand up for themselves and have that much gusto and passion and just um, I, I was so attracted to her and I think um, I thought I I thought I wasn't right for it when I first read the script and I was like oh there's no way that they would just physically how I look I was like no one's going to take a chance on a blonde no, pale no. little but um, no I think I, it's been so fun to get to kind of have an alter ego side of myself and that comes out
0: you're perfect as Gaynor now looking at the character uh, you've done a lot of various types of characters uh, Gaynor is a character that it looks like you can have a lot of fun playing. Uh, Compared to some of the other characters you have done, where does Gaynor sit? Do you really, really enjoy enjoy playing this character?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, Jeff, who's the showrunner, Jeff Jeff Abstrock, he and I got very close and he's so smart. And um, I think as the show went on, he actually, the writers, as they got to know me a little better, they also write to your personality and kind of add pieces of yourself into it, which is really fun. But um, no, she's a blast. I mean, I love her clothes. I love, she has a great sense of humor and um, yeah, I think she's not your typical teenager. She's, she's very layered.
0: Very smart. Very smart. I would put that at the top of the list. Now let's go a little deeper into the family dynamics. Uh, Your character Gaynor, uh meets a boy at school that you like this boy's religious and you sort of take on religion to impress the boy now that we're at episode six it is my impression from watching the show that you're not doing this for the boy anymore this is something that you may want to latch on to do you agree with that oh
1: totally I think, yeah, I think it's everything you said. I think she kind of went into it to piss off her mom and, um, yeah, and fall into her old ways of trying to match the guy she likes, but I think she's actually taken aback at how it it's making her reflect herself and her choices and where she's going with her life. Um, and I think she wants to change, but it's kind of that nature versus nurture thing where, like is this personality and the person i'm destined to be in my blood or can i change can it be someone else um and you know you'll have to you'll see where she's going
0: exactly now there was a very heart touching moment after you spend the weekend at your grandma's house with which by the way is played by Judith Light, and it's really great to see
1: (laughs) It is
0: so great to see Judith on the screen again. Uh, She plays your grandmother. And then you come back home. And Courtney Cox, who plays Pat, your mom, you come home and you give her no words are spoken. You just give her this big hug. Uh, When you were acting out that scene and you were trying to convey the emotions, what were they? Were they, Mom, I'm so sorry for what you had to go through with your mother growing up? Was it, Mom, I appreciate you a lot more? As a backstory, as an actress trying to fill that scene, what was going through your head?
1: Oh, you know, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's everything you said. I know there's not really one specific answer. I remember that scene was the last scene of the day and it had been a really long day. And that moment meant so much to me reading it because it's like the first moment you see any kind of heart between the two of them. Yeah. that episode is so important because she does get an insight into her mom that she she hasn't before. Um, I think it's, yeah, I'm so sorry for everything you've gone through and also everything I've put you through. And also it's kind of like, and I'm not going to stop. I'm still going to be difficult tomorrow. I'm going to wake up and yell at you and be, you know, a pain in the ass. But, but I'm at this moment in time, I just want to say thank you. And I think that's what, uh, I, I, I just, I love that
0: that moment. Me too. I, I, I love that moment as well. Now, as we said, this show is a horror comedy. I guess so the, those are the two main uh, subgenres we can place it in. You have done a lot of horror. You're one of the stars of the 2017 The Mist, Uh what what's it like doing this type of horror? And guys, this show is not scary. Uh don't think that it's scary. It's a it's a it's very fun. That's the best word I can use. But you know, compared to some of the other stuff you've done, just the overall feel of a horror comedy, how does it feel on set?
1: I mean, I think it's perfect what you said. If it's fun. It's scary, but it's fun and it was really fun to do. I mean the house for the pilot we actually shot in a real house that um was this this widow um that lives there alone i mean not in itself should be like a documentary but um <laughs> but when the show got picked up and we started shooting it they they built the house again at the warner brothers lot which was insane because it looks almost identical to that like every little marking on the wall they did it so well and it's huge and so walking in there you do get this creepy feeling like there there is something else going on and um i mean also the warner brothers lot is amazing but there's so much history there that in my head i'm like there's got to be a ghost in this stage but um (laughs) no everybody got along so well and there was just this there was an incredible feeling of just like a, a family um which you know i've i've done enough now to know that that is it comes in waves, but it's rare when everybody meshes so well together.
0: It does. Now, let's talk about some of your co-stars. Greg Kinnear, Courtney Cox, uh, No Strangers. They are very popular, very well-known. Uh, Courtney, besides Friends, she's been a part of the Scream franchise. She's no stranger to horror either. So, you guys, you mentioned that you guys meshed really well together right from the beginning. Is is that how it went down? Was it, Did it take a A little getting to know period before that happened
1: i mean i'm gonna be honest i was so starstruck and i still am getting past it but i'm not being fake here like little miss sunshine is slash was my favorite film it still is um so it was like seeing greg kinnear in person and the first scene we shot all together was in a car and he was driving me and i was like i am in a car with greg kinnear right now i am olive i am living my dream um and so that was really cool but uh and then courtney of course i've watched every episode of friends like about a zillion times and so but they are such humans and down to earth and immediately take you in and and like um, make you feel at home and what was great was i had dylan um who plays my brother
0: Yeah,
1: you know both of us are kind of starting out in this in this career, in this world. And so to have somebody that kind of could look, we could look at each other and be like, oh my God, yeah, we're, we're going through this together. And that was really special.
0: Now, talking about Dylan, he plays your brother, Jake. Uh, you got to love Jake as a character. And I I got to give credit to the writers because you guys are brother and sister. I have three teenagers and they really don't talk to each other. And it's, I like how that is actually very well portrayed realistically on the show i don't think you and dylan have a single piece of dialogue together do you
1: (laughs) no and we used to talk about that because it's like you know we we actually were very good friends so um i know we don't we don't speak there is some stuff coming up that i think you will see us interact but no and up until this point you haven't really seen us have
0: anything <laughs> uh and then we have roxy the dog i think roxy is definitely the fifth member of the family uh that dog has a mind of its own and it's been involved in so many crucial scenes is there like a special dog handler to make the dog react the way it does on this on set and all that
1: well she is her dad that's what i'm going to call him he's always see he's always like every time we do a scene he's across the camera and she makes direct eye contact with him and if she can't see him if he's not in her line of vision she'll start screaming and running around but that dog is the star of the show she steals the show and everybody knows it i mean it's just it it might as well be called shining roxy so there you go
0: (laughs) absolutely uh so let's talk about uh when it comes to doing your scenes and being directed Do you feel the director, uh, the showrunner which you mentioned, they give all you guys leeway to explore your characters?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, because it's only, it was only half an hour, the more episodes we did, that's the luxury of doing a TV show rather than doing, you know, even just a film. Like You have time to figure stuff out and discover what you want to do with them um and like as you can have an idea of a character but as the the season goes on they mesh and they change and they evolve and so i think really having a personal relationship with jeff you know i would go to his house for dinner and like we talk about stuff and he just he was kind of like a father figure he might hate that but um i i think that really helped me figure out this character and what i wanted to bring of myself into it and um yeah, it's all about the people doing a job like this.
0: Is this your first dive into uh, a comedic role?
1: I mean, actually really I don't think I'm funny at all. I think if I'm funny it's because I'm awkward and I fall in, but um like in real life I'm not trying to be. But no, I've done like a lot of comedy little parts here and there and um and I love doing them. They're much harder than I think people give them credit to be yeah. and when- Trying to be funny so watching greg and courtney who were like a master in this um who can say a line that's written one way that you're like that's funny and then they say it 10 different ways and each way is funny in its own specific way um it really helped me grow and and change and figure out like oh there's actually some technique behind this so
0: yeah now i've i've heard this a lot especially with tv shows as each episode goes on and you touched on this as well The writers write around the actor's strength uh so have you noticed the writers with the dialogue that they're giving you is making you really be funny because you are tremendously funny on the show it's because the writers are getting to know you and they're working around your strength
1: i think so yeah i think you know they maybe see like what kind of thing I play into and and yeah write around that I know this is less about what you're you just said but I in the sixth episode I got to sing and that kind of came about because Jeff saw on my Instagram that I sang and I talked about it um and so writing stuff like that into it um is I don't know that it's like the yeah, it's a part of getting
0: to know someone and um, yeah, that was really special. Now, you do have a scene, so two scenes, where we hear you sing. I assume that was not you. Is that really you singing? That was me, yes. Oh, my God. Wow, you have a beautiful voice. Uh, that's amazing. I really, you know, oftentimes they dub a voiceover, but oh, my God, I did not know that. That's fascinating. Now, Gaynor is a character, you know, you're not afraid to speak your mind. You're a strong young woman. You have wit. Like I said, you're very, very intelligent. Uh, You said it's opposite of how you were brought up with your family. You know, how Gaynor is very disrespectful to your parents. Uh, Are there any traits of Gaynor that you, Gus Burney, could relate to?
1: I think weirdly like her, you wouldn't describe her as soft at all, but mm. I think, you no, know, um, but underneath it all, I do think she's very sensitive and, um, yes, there aren't a lot of scenes with her and her brother, but I think she would do anything for him and honestly, anything for both of her parents. Like, I think it's the kind of thing she can take her stuff out on them. But if anyone else tried to, she'd beat them up. Um, And I feel like that's the same with my family. Very
0: protective.
1: Very protective. I'm very protective of, I have a brother and both my parents and they're my best friends. Um, And so I, I, what's so great about the show is that the family dynamic is everything. And I think that's the heart of the show. Um, And I think it's represented really well that even though there's so much chaos there is so much love underneath it all. It's just sometimes love brings chaos.
0: Exactly. Uh, As the episodes, we have two episodes left in this first season. Hopefully we're going to get more seasons. Uh, Are you hoping that we, the layers of Gaynor get peeled back and we start to find out what's more at the core of this character?
1: Yeah, I definitely think um, especially in this next one that's coming up, you do see, a much more vulnerable side of her. Um, and, you know, hopefully if the show goes on too, like kind of where it's left, you would you would get to see her grow and expand. Um, and she does a lot of, there. she has a whole arc. And I think by the, the last two episodes, you see it all come to fruition.
0: Okay. Now there's a lot of, uh, well, there's a lot of F-bombs dropped on the show uh, by Courtney, uh, by yourself. Uh, It's hysterical. It's very well placed. Now, do you think Gaynor is a product? Is she very similar to her mom? And is that what kind of is pissing her off? That her and her mom are so similar? Uh, Is her smart-ass attitude a product of her being raised by a mom like Courtney Cox, who loves her child, but, you know... Let me put it to you this way. I can relate to Courtney Cox's character. As a dad, I can relate. I drop, you know, in casual way, the F bombs with my kids. They're teenagers. I'm like, it's nothing they haven't heard at school. So I can sort of relate with Courtney Cox's character. And I know that makes me sound really bad. But do you think, you know, uh, Gaynor is a product of her upbringing? And that's what makes her such a smart ass? Uh, also gave her her wit and the ability to be strong.
1: Oh, absolutely. That was kind of my goal, honestly. I, I really wanted everybody to see um, Courtney so much in my character, and that, like, the reason they don't get along is because they are so similar, and it's like she's just fighting every urge to not be her mom, and that only makes her more like her mom. Um, and. I know from when I was auditioning for the show, my call back was reading with Courtney and I think they wanted to make sure that we had that similarity. Um, and as I watch it, I, I hope that that comes off. Um, but yeah, it's, they are exactly alike, but also incredibly difficult. So there's no way they'd ever see it. Um, and uh, yeah.
0: Now the, the family dynamic, is sort of the the main star of the show all of you guys combined together as a family unit is the actual star of the show uh when you were auditioning with courtney greg dylan did they have you guys do any kind of a chemistry read with each other
1: yeah, well, what's crazy was it was during like the heat of the pandemic, and I did so I did a tape, I self-taped, and then I just got a call back and I read with Courtney over Zoom, and then I didn't read with anybody else. So um, the first day I got there to shoot was like the day I met Greg and I met Dylan, and I think it was kind of banking on yeah us all kind of meshing and uh, it working, but I I think it did. It's crazy how that can happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just sort of falls into place. Uh, I don't want to give too too many stuff too much stuff away in spoilers, uh, but the baptism scene again very critical to your character. That's not something Gaynor would do to impress a boy. That's what really sold me that this is something that she wants to latch onto and wants to believe. If you had a choice, would you like to see Gaynor? continue on this path that she's on right now
1: you know i think this is a good chapter of her life i don't think it should become her life i think this needed to happen for her to look at her self and reevaluate some of the the choices she's made um but do i think she should go down a path of like you know strictly religion and cut out no because i think she has too much yeah. passion and all this on underneath it um but I, i think this was a necessary chapter in her life um and you know you'll see you'll see what it brings about
0: exactly and i think i know you can't answer this but i think the writers are really setting us up with your path with you know the baptism the religion and then what courtney is going through in the house is it a ghost is it a demon we still don't know things are leaning towards it being more malevolent uh but i think the writers are setting us up with your character and your mom's character courtney coming together in some kind of a big showdown i know you can't answer that but i'm really looking forward to see how that all plays out gus i want to thank you so much for being on here this has been great you're doing fantastic on the show as are your co-stars guys again the show is called shining veil new episodes drop every sunday on stars uh check it out if you start binging it you could literally finish it in a day it's 30 minute episodes and you won't be disappointed there's been no because there's been no official word yet on a renewal for a season two right
1: not officially, but let's, let's yeah, let's hope it's happening. Let's
0: hope it happens. Gus, thank you so much. Any final thoughts you want to share before we go?
1: Oh, no, just thank you so much for having me. And, um, yeah, watch Shining Veil.
0: Absolutely, guys, watch Shining Veil. Again, thank you to my guest, Gus Burney. Thank you to all you guys who are tuning in live or are going to be watching this later on. On behalf of Gus and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. <laughs>